indicating Krishna's return from the pastures. The darkness of evening provokes the gopis to go and meet Krishna. Thus the pastimes of Krishna and the gopis are covered by a kind of transcendental darkness and are therefore impossible for mundane scholars of the Vedas to understand. May the sweet sound of Lord Krishna's flute, which is his authorized messenger, be glorified because it expertly releases Srimati Radharani from her shyness and attracts her from her home to the forest. A voice from behind the scenes. Dhanya, you didn't apply kajal to your left eye. Padma, you put your armlets on your ankles. Sarangi, you put ankle bells only on one ankle. Pali, your belt is loose. Lavangi, you put tilak on your cheek. Kamala, you put red dye on your eyes instead of your feet. Don't run outside so quickly. Krishna's sweet-sounding flute is still far away. Gargi, Lord Krishna is as marvelous as the evening sky. He is like a moon shining in Vrindavan, surrounded by stars of gopis and soothing moonlight of cows. Purnamasi, feeling great happiness. The dark luster of Krishna's body is more charming to behold. He holds a stick in his hand and his hips are enclosed with a yellow silk dhoti. The great flood of his transcendental beauty rebukes the loveliness of a blue lotus. Flower, while enjoying pastimes with the gopis, he appears like manifestation of the opulence of transcendental love. Let us go to see Mother Tishoda. Purnamasi and Gargi exit. Thus ends the first scene of Act One. So now we're going to Krishna. Oh no, accompanied by his cow, her boyfriends, Krishna enters. Krishna, Madhumanga, look, just see, the Surabi cows are no longer interested in eating the lush green grass and their voices are choked up due to constant mooing. They turn their heads this way and that and their beautiful eyes restlessly wander over the path. They seem very anxious to return to Gokula. Madhumango, this is a great favor for a Brahmin who has become exhausted while wandering in the vast forest with these rabbi cows that are so affectionate to their calves. Rama, look, look, after taking just three or four steps, the cows turn their attention from their calves and crane their necks to see Krishna, who is behind them. They love Krishna more than their own calves. Krishna looking westward. The sun is no longer able to move in the sky, which refuses to support it. Its strength has diminished by the influence of time. With weakened rays, the sun has rested on the top of a banyan tree, but now, is on the western horizon. Rama, look, look, here the tall lotus stems mock the mountain peaks. There is a cloud of dust rising from the cow dung strewn over the ground. We are near Braj, and so let's ease our fatigue by diving into the Jamuna. Rama exits with his friends. Krishna, 
Madhavanga, look, look, creating Padya by causing Chandrakanta jewels to melt, creating Argya by making waves filled with jewels in the ocean, throwing handfuls of flowers in the form of glittering stars to its friend, the directions, and making waves in the ocean of nectar tr of transcendental love. The glorious moon now rises. Madhumango, dear friend, what is the use of this insignificant moon with spots? Look, in the sky of these vines, there are 16,000 spotless moons. Krishna looks, my dear friend, what you say is true. Although in many ways they are alike, with a single stroke, these many moons have clearly eclipsed this one moon in the sky. Even though it is filled with ever-fresh nectar, even though it is always very pleasing to the eyes, even though its effulgence wilts the forest of lotus flowers, and even though it is very pure and splendid in its complete fullness, this moon that bears the mark of a deer is now completely defeated by the beautiful golden faces of the doe-eyed girls of Brudge. Madhu Mango, friend, you listen with rapt attention uh, as in a Kadamba grove to the south, a girl chants a magic spell to attract you. Krishna, Shaivya's little flute, which enchants the entire world, is now playing. This flute's pastimes have made my own flute become stunned. Eagerly going forward, both Bhadra and Ravina are very beautiful, both speak beautifully, and both have tumbigurid breasts. Both are graceful as new flowering vines. Both enchant me and rob me of my peacefulness. Madhumango, wonderful, wonderful. Friend, some girl is playing a veena in the middle of the Jaguna. Krishna smiling, repeatedly reciting the beautiful and spiritual invocation to the drama of transcendental amorous pastimes. Shama's glorious veena brings me great happiness happily walking about. With their sweet musical tinkling, the bracelets on Padma's wrist are drowning me in the waves of transcendental love. Glancing in all directions, why is not even the fragrance of Chandravali present here? Let us go to the garden near Kerala's house to see if we can find her. He begins to walk there. Madhumango, looking ahead. Here comes Kundalata, the wife of Upananda's son, Subhadra, Kundalata. Krishna, why do you not say something to glorify this Ashok tree blossoming out of season? Krishna, glancing at the Ashok tree, he says to himself, is this unseasonable blossoming of the Ashok tree, not the wonderful expert work of Chandravali? With longing. The tingling of Chandravali's golden ankle bells are like the cooing of a flock of swans. They are a series of music mantras that delight my ears. They must have passed through this forest of Ashok trees. So there's a uh, tradition that a Ashok tree, that's when you're coming in, these tall trees like that, those are the Ashok trees and they have the shok flowers. So that when a beautiful girl kicks on a shok tree, 
then it bursts into bloom out of season. <laughs> this is one way of seeing who's beautiful. <laughs> you can go start kicking, <laughs> kicking the tree, <laughs> and if it doesn't work, then you can kick it more. <laughs> Kundalata. Oh, handsome one, even though Barunda is confined is confined her at home, I have expertly brought Chandravali here, Kundalata, O Prince of Gokula, Govardhan Gopa is an illusion. You are her real husband, so now I am your sister-in-law. This is sort of part of what we were talking about with Niranjan Maharaj when he was just here. Chandravali, Resisting with knitted eyebrows, arrogant woman, Kundalata is deliberately attracting a bee to sting me. Kundalata, oh brother-in-law, this girl who lives in the forest is simply talking idly. This Bri of Vrindavan is not very expert, for he has not even begun to drink the honey of these lotus flowers. I'm not going to give uh, some of these verses have like alternate readings like for instance here one here's one uh, that the word uh, may also be interpreted to mean the friend of padma in this way the last sentence of this verse may be interpreted this bee of vrindavan is not very expert for he has not even begun to drink the honey of padma's friend chandravali Sometimes they have three different alternate meanings. Also, uh, for instance, uh, this, this verse is uh, not in Sanskrit. A lot of this is not in Sanskrit. It's in Brajbas. De ara eshani unja garini kadethi cha ilona. A word with two Ks. You try and pronounce that. Ku Esho Vunda Anabu Bamaro Jam Papulam Pa U Malim Napideti. Okay. Padma, liar, stop, stop. This bumblebee wandering in the forest may easily get Vishaka's friend, Radha, but he shall not easily get Padma's friend, Chindravali. So Padma is is like Lalita. Padma is to Chandravali like Lalita is to Radharani. Kundalata, Chandravali, you know what you want. Why be ashamed? Decorate Lord Hari's chest with a necklace that is the friend of your large raised breast. Chandravali, with jealous anger. Kundalata, you should decorate it with the strand of pearls around your neck. Kundalata, Madhava, Krishna. Put flowers on the vine of Chandravali's ear. Chandravali, don't block the path of Raja's prince when he yearns to see his beloved. Kundalata, friend, aside from you, who is his beloved? Padma, friend of Radha, stop. Krishna, lotus-eyed one, when you are not present, suffering never touches my heart, for Radha at once attacks and forcibly enters it, frightened. Oh, 
That is not what I meant. I meant to say that when you are not present, Radha never touches my heart, for suffering at once attacks and forcibly enters it. So Krishna made a slip of the tongue, and he said, when, when you're not present, uh, then uh, Srimati Radharani automatically enters my heart. And then he, but it was too late. Padma, great personalities as yourself never speak lies. What you first said was not a lie. A voice, a voice from behind the scenes. Kundalata, yes, yes. You don't know how Govardhan has become cruel and hard as a mountain of stones. This is Govardhan Mala, or the uh, husband of Chandravali. Kundalata, to hell with her, to hell with her. Barunda has made Govardhan angry. Chandravali with fear. Friend Padma, the old lady growls like a tigress. Let us slip away and she exits with Padma. Kundalata, I will go to Yashoda Devi, the queen of Gokula, and she exits. Krishna begins to walk with longing, he says, the sweet tinkling of her sash of bells as Vishaka practices the archery of uninhibited amorous pastimes has become in my heart the stinging sound of Kamadev's bow of flowers. Looking to his left, friend Madhvanga, Kundalata spoke the truth. She has was not as sweet as Radha is. I see my mother, and he exits. Yashoda enters, accompanied by Purnamasi, Gargi, Rohini, and others. Yashoda, friend Rohini, I don't know why my son is so late. Kundalata enters and says with a smile, Dear mother, don't be unhappy. Your son is late because many beautiful demigoddesses flying in airplanes in the sky worshipped him with a shower of smiles and flowers. Rohini, today I have seen the beauty of two girls so splendid even the most lovely demigoddess can, uh, becomes envious seeing them. Yashoda, O noble lady, Chandravali, Navamalika, Radha and Madhavi fulfill all my desires with the great flood of their good qualities. One boy and one slender young girl especially delight the bumblebee of my eyes with the honey of their beauty. Purnamasi, O Queen of Gokula, all the people in Gokula feel the same way. Gargi, O Kundalata, why do you again and again bring Radha to the place of Gokula's queen? Yashoda, Dorvasamuni gave Radha the benediction that whoever ate her expert cooking would live a long life. When I heard of this, I myself arranged that Radha cook for my son. Purnamasi, O Queen of Gokula, Jatila is suspicious of Krishna. Kundalata, in a low voice, it is true the Queen's uh, the son is a little boy. Still, he lifted Govardhan Hill as if it were a toy ball. Purnamasi, seeing Krishna arrive, she happily says, Here is the person that crowns the kings of the many universes. Here is the sapphire born from the jewel mine of Raja's queen. Krishna enters, Mother, please wipe the tears from your eyes. Here I am. 
Rohini offers Aiti with a lamp and other articles of worship and then says in Sanskrit, fixing her eyes on the cow path, your mother has passed the last six hours of this very long day with great difficulty. My child, she loves you dearly. Please her with an embrace. Krishna, placing his head on his mother's lap. Mother, give me my jewel ornament. Krishna plays as a child. Krishna is an adult, but he plays as a child. Purnamasi, Yashoda bathes you, washing away with the milk mixed from the Madhvika nectar of her love, pouring from the pitchers of her breasts, the covering of dust raised by the Surabi cow's hooves, and the tilak markings drawn with mineral pigments from Govardhan Hill. Be sure to bathe you, washing away with the milk of her breasts, the dust and the uh, different uh, markings with the cowboy boys drew. Kundalata with a playful, joking smile. Krishna, you should drink the nectarian milk from the queen's breasts. After all, you must be exhausted from enjoying pastimes with the gopis in the forest. Yashoda, my girl, why do you smile like this? Look, Krishna has not yet passed his early childhood. What is the fault in his drinking my breast milk? Kundalata, noble lady, the queen Yashoda speaks the truth. After all, just today Krishna has played the Maharaj pastime with the little boys. So here, the word Balanam can be interpreted to mean of the gopis, or it can be interpreted to uh, mean of Calvary boys, but I'm talking to the notes, that's not what it says. But it can say gopis and gopas. You know, there's a big uh, thing nowadays about mothers publicly breastfeeding children, but this is what Mother Yashoda would. This is a recommendation that was made, and it's in the presence of uh, many others. Yashoda, noble lady, what is this pastime called Maharas? Krishna enters embarrassed and glances at Kundalata with knitted eyebrows. Kornamasi smiling. O king of gopas, it is a kind of dance. Kundalata, concealing her actual intention with the following enigma. A certain caged Chakori bird burns with thirst. O lord of Radha, you should meet it among the Ashok trees. Krishna moves his eyebrows in assent. A voice from behind the scenes. My heart is tortured with love because I cannot see the moon of your face. O oh child, quickly come here. Give me the cooling sandalwood paste of your embrace. Krishna, here's my father. Accompanied by Jashoda and others, he exits. Kundalata, walking about. 
by good fortune, Lalita has now brought Radharani to this forest of Vanita trees. Radha, Lalita, you should glorify this evening that makes all the directions sprout with happiness. Kundalata approaches. Lalita, this lotus flower is the smiling sidelong glance on this evening's face. You do not worship Krishna with this flower. Radha, her bodily hairs standing up in ecstasy. Lalita, what is this word Krishna I have heard? Now a guest of my ears, this word makes me mad with bliss. Kundalata, friend, that is the nature of this extraordinary thing. Even though again and again it is tasted, it is always as it was never tasted before. So this is, this is the pure chanting. When chanting is done purely, makes him mad with bliss, and no matter how much someone chants it, it's always as if it was never tasted before. Lalita, Kundalata, it is not only its extraordinary nature, but also the deep love of the hearer that makes this word Krishna newer and newer at every moment. So the bliss is not only in the name, but it's also in the chanter. So according to the chanter, then one tastes it in different ways. Radha, Lalita, without my answering you, what fur further would you say about this? Lalita, and this is a nice verse. Navambul Karamandalima Davi Dambide Hajjutir Rajendra Kulanandana Spurati Spurati Kopi Navyojuva Sakkisti Rapativrata Nikara Nivi Pandar Gala Chithakarana Kautuki Jayati Yasyavamsi Dvana. All glories to the Prince of Raj whose bodily luster mocks the pride of the fresh rain clouds and the sound of whose flute eagerly breaks the locks of the sashes of the most chaste girls faithfully devoted to their husbands. Radha, shedding tears. Kundalata, how is it that even though he has become a guest in my fortunate ear, this person has never entered the path to my unfortunate eyes? Kundalata, O oh, thirsty one, early tomorrow morning, Vishaka will bring you to meet this person. Radha, my dear friend has reminded me well. For once, your Prince of Gokula will appear like a splendid lightning flash that fills the eyes of this unfortunate person with wonder. Krishna enters. The sweet tinkling of Lalita's bracelets which eclipses the sparrow's singing, now lures my heart into this bamboo grove. Again, he listens with rapt attention, his bodily hair standing up in ecstasy, he says, moving through the air in waves of sweetness, the tinkling sound of Rado's ankle bells silences the cooing of the sarasa birds, maddened with amorous passion, and fills my heart with a host of ecstasies. This is also in CC. Radha, filled with wonder, she says in Sanskrit, O beautiful faced one, who
Who is this creative person standing before us? With the sharp chisels of his loving glances, he is splitting the hard stone of many women's devotion to their husbands, and with the luster of his body, surpassing the brilliance of countless emeralds, he is simultaneously constructing private meeting places for his pastimes. It's also there. Lalita, aha, here is the Lord of your life. Radha, maddened with love, she again says in Sanskrit, is this an actor moon to make the lotus flowers of the gopis blossom with happiness? Is this a regal festival of youthfulness appearing in Gokula? Is this a garden of flowers to delight the cuckoo bird of my heart, O slender-waisted one? This person, I see, splashes my eyes with waves of nectar. Now Krishna filled with wonder. What wonderful mystic power is this? Again and again it strikes me with waves of nectar, but yet it also creates a burning thirst within my heart. Aha, I know. This is a lake of bliss that overflows its banks with the streams of sweetness that are these playful sidelong glances. Again, gazing at Radha, is this really a lake? These bodily hairs standing up in ecstasy are the moss in the lake? These breasts are the two chakravaka birds now swimming apart? This face, hands, and feet are the five lotus flowers and these arms are two lotus stems. These eyes are the two restlessly moving safari fish. And this very pure love is the clear water that fills the lakes that now stands before me. Radha, I don't know why I have become dizzy. Please, hold me up with your hand. Lalita, friend, be steady. She places Radha's arm on his shoulder. Krishna coming nearer. Radha, embarrassed by seeing your splendid face, the moon has entered the forest of Lord Shiva's matted hair, where he repeatedly bathes in the waves of the celestial Ganges and has become thin with austere fasting to become as beautiful as your face. He approaches nearer. Radha, signaling with a sidelong glance. Lalita, protect me. Krishna, when it closes shut, he closes shut. When it blossoms, he blossoms. Krishna is under the dominion of your dark sidelong glance. Oh. Radha, with a choked up voice, Kundalata, stop this crest jewel of handsome men. I'm only an unfortunate girl under the dominion of my elders and superiors. Jatila enters, great trickster, you have made all the young girls of Gokula fall from the path of religion. Only the young bride of my saintly son has escaped your clutches. Spare us from having even once to say your name. <laughs> Taking Radha and the other two girls with her, she exits. Krishna, my beloved has gone. Let us go find the cows. They all exit. Thus ends the second scene of Act One. Now, is Act Two. Just in time. We'll continue tomorrow. 
Things are very indirect, they're not direct statements, and there's all the uh, Rupa Goswami in, uh, in that uh, book, uh, Nata Chandrika, the uh, drama book that he writes, then all of the uh, different literary ornaments. He describes using his own works and this drives scholars crazy. They really, they can't, they can't understand how someone can quote himself all the time. And so he quotes Lalita Madhava, Vidadga Madhava, which is Anyway, if we, when we finish this, we can do that. Very humorous. It's very, very funny. And uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, presenting all of these uh, wonderful, which we're not really accustomed to. Our our language is, you know, quite coarse. It's like you know, American. Just say it as it is. And, <laughs> But uh, here, things are said in a very ornamental way. Very, and this is, this is the language, cultured language. Uh, cultured language of uh, Brindavan. Okay, so we'll continue. Sri Lalita Madhava. Lalita means playful. So playful Madhava. And when you have Sri there, then it could be Radha and playful Madhava. Mm. Okay. Uh, that's it. Can you uh, just from next door go bring uh, you can just go through here. There's a, there's another one of these uh, books. This one I have marks in Ujwala Nilamani. Yeah, it's it's easy to spot. Uh, it sticks out. <laughs>